0: Safety First, Preventing Exposure to Surgical Smoke by Margaret Emily Vance and Frances Strauss Surgical smoke or plume is a visible and malodorous byproduct of heat or energy-generating devices, such as electrosurgical units and lasers, that surgeons use during surgical procedures to dissect or desiccate tissue or provide hemostasis. Energy-generating devices produce surgical smoke during thermal destruction of tissue, during which the tissue reaches a temperature of at least 100 degrees Celsius, 212 degrees Fahrenheit. After the cells burst, the resultant smoke instantaneously disperses into the operating or procedure room. Many perioperative workers, for example, nurses, surgeons, anesthesia professionals, inhale hazardous surgical smoke each year, and can experience acute physical symptoms, such as nasal congestion, coughing, sneezing, nausea, vomiting, and eye irritation. The particulate matter in surgical smoke can contain harmful gaseous compounds, for example, hydrogen cyanide, benzene, viruses, carcinogenic and mutagenic particles, cellular debris, blood particles, and bacteria, The hazardous substances in surgical smoke and the risk of inhalation exposure for perioperative personnel may lead to adverse health effects. A systematic review of literature on human papillomavirus, HPV, transmission via surgical smoke, included five studies on healthcare workers and contamination with HPV after exposure to surgical smoke. The reviewers noted that the results of two of the studies showed the presence of HPV DNA in the mucosal samples from some healthcare workers. In one of those two studies, surgeons with positive HPV results wore a regular surgical mask. The researchers concluded that occupational exposure to surgical smoke could lead to the transmission of HPV into the surgeon's upper airways. Case reports indicate that some surgeons developed tonsillar cancer after performing laser ablations and loop electrosurgical excision procedures for 20 years. However, surgeons in China who tested positive for HPV did not experience HPV-induced disease. Surgeons have the highest risk of exposure to surgical smoke. This risk is directly proportional to the length of time worked in the OR and the proximity to the source of the smoke perioperative nurses also may be at risk for sustained exposure to surgical smoke in the OR. Results of a survey of 672 perioperative nurses in Turkey showed that 492, 73.2%, of the nurses experienced at least one symptom of surgical smoke exposure and 55, 8.2%, of the nurses reported that their facility had a protocol related to surgical smoke the researchers concluded that the preventative measures for mitigating surgical smoke exposure were inadequate. Causes of exposure to surgical smoke Controlling surgical smoke in the OR remains a significant challenge in the work environment. Some state legislatures have passed laws mandating surgical smoke evacuation. However, in states without smoke safety laws, The surgeons usually decide whether or not to use a smoke evacuation device, and they may not believe that the exposure is great enough to warrant evacuation. Smoke plume can contain extremely high levels of ultrafine particles with diameters less than or equal to 0.1 micrometer. Surgical masks do not filter particles with a diameter less than 5 micrometers. These particles may therefore be inhaled by personnel in the OR. Researchers in Norway discovered high rates of exposure to surgical smoke containing ultrafine particles during five different types of surgical procedures, that is, hip replacement, nephrectomy, breast reduction, abdominoplasty, and transurethral resection of the prostate, regardless of the perioperative team members' roles. Exposure during breast reduction varied among the different roles, for example, the assistant surgeon's exposure was ten times greater than that of the anesthetic nurse, who assisted with pain therapy before, during, and after procedures, and was stationed near the door during procedures. The rate of exposure to the ultrafine particles also varied among the five procedures. It was highest for the surgeon during abdominoplasty procedures and lowest for the anesthetic nurse during hip replacement procedures. Therefore, Proximity to an energy-generating device can increase a perioperative team member's exposure to surgical smoke. Surgical smoke evacuation may be an accepted and customary practice for laser and breast reconstruction procedures. However, less than half of the 4,533 healthcare workers, including nurses and anesthesia professionals, who responded anonymously to a 2011 web-based survey indicated that they used local exhaust ventilation, that is, smoke evacuators or wall suction with an inline filter, during procedures involving electrosurgery, 14%, and lasers, 47%. Although there are no current data, it is likely that the clinical practice of using smoke evacuation devices varies nationwide. Another cause of exposure to surgical smoke may be the lack of a facility surgical smoke policy that requires use of a smoke evacuator for all procedures during which a surgeon uses an energy-generating device. Also, the absence of standardized protocol in the electronic health record for documenting nursing interventions related to controlling surgical smoke may hinder both data collection and implementation of available smoke evacuation technology. Strategies to Consider The National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health recommends using smoke evacuators to control surgical smoke. Using general room ventilation to control surgical smoke control can reduce exposure. However, it does not eliminate airborne particles. Placing a local exhaust ventilation device near the source of smoke generation can reduce the number of aerosolized particles the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health also recommends placing the nozzle inlet within two inches of the surgical site. When implementing a new smoke evacuation practice or changing an existing practice, it may be helpful for leaders to provide staff members with a rationale for the change and its importance to personnel and patient safety. Personnel who understand why a change is being made are more likely to buy into the new process than those who do not understand the background information. An interdisciplinary team comprising perioperative nurses, surgeons, anesthesia professionals, and scrub personnel should participate in the selection of smoke evacuation equipment. The team should evaluate smoke evacuators and filters for a variety of characteristics, such as ease of use, effectiveness, efficiency, portability, noise, cost, and compatibility with existing products, before determining which device to purchase. During the pre-purchase evaluation process, the interdisciplinary team may seek input from members of the perioperative team during a clinical trial period for the devices under consideration for purchase. After determining which devices and associated products to purchase, the team should collaborate with perioperative leaders to provide initial and ongoing education on the new or revised smoke evacuation process. The education sessions should include 1. Information on surgical smoke. For example, definition, sources, health effects, ways to manage. 2. How particle size affects smoke dispersion. 3. Use of available smoke evacuation equipment. and 4. Policies and procedures for smoke evacuation. After the education sessions, leaders should verify surgical smoke safety competency among affected personnel. The interdisciplinary team or perioperative leaders should develop and implement a post-purchase evaluation plan and address any issues, for example, improper use, additional education needs, as indicated. In the University of Pennsylvania Health System, Recently licensed nurses participate in a Commission on Collegiate Nursing Education accredited nurse residency program that includes completion of an evidence-based practice project. In 2017, the OR residency cohort began working on a surgical smoke awareness project. In 2021, results of the residents' work, coupled with legislative movements to create smoke-free ORs, Led the clinical director of perioperative services to create a new smoke evacuation work group and trial new technology, including two electrosurgical pencils with built-in smoke evacuation that were compatible with existing suction units and high-efficiency particulate air filters. The work group collected anonymous feedback on the devices and collaborated with the finance team and materials management department to purchase and stock the replacement electrosurgical pencils the clinical director, chief of surgery, clinical nurse education specialist, and select staff nurses collaborated to create a new surgical smoke evacuation policy to guide and support personnel in their use of the new technology, especially when they were met with resistance from other perioperative team members, for example, surgeons. The perioperative leaders collaborated with information technology personnel to implement required documentation fields related to surgical smoke evacuation in the electronic health record to facilitate tracking the use of smoke evacuation devices. In addition, leaders could then address discrepancies with noncompliant personnel. Before the implementation of the new smoke evacuation devices, staff members attended an education session, surveyed data before the presentation showed, that 56% of the staff members knew about surgical smoke but desired additional information. Six months after attending the education sessions associated with product implementation, 72% of the staff members indicated they were comfortable with their knowledge of surgical smoke hazards. Many staff members became surgical smoke champions to encourage all perioperative personnel to use smoke evacuation equipment, and leaders placed visual aids listing five facts about the health effects of surgical smoke in each OR. Takeaways for perioperative nurses Perioperative nurses' exposure to surgical smoke may lead to immediate respiratory symptoms and long-term negative health effects. Although surgical smoke cannot be completely eliminated, smoke evacuation technology can help limit surgical smoke at the source, and reduce the risk to healthcare workers during surgical procedures in which surgeons use energy generating devices. Perioperative nurses should participate in product evaluation of smoke evacuation devices and encourage compliance among all perioperative team members. Takeaways for Nurse Leaders and Educators Engaging the interdisciplinary team early in product selection for smoke evacuation technology should help lead to successful product implementation. Leaders should help coordinate product trials to allow surgeons and perioperative nurses to evaluate the effectiveness and usability of smoke evacuation devices under consideration for purchase. After the interdisciplinary team makes a purchasing decision, leaders and educators should facilitate or provide education sessions for the new devices. They also should encourage staff members to participate in the creation of policies and procedures for surgical smoke evacuation, which should result in engagement among key stakeholders and promote continuous compliance.